Welcome to the Bay Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. You can find out more about us on our website at thebaychurch.co.uk. Morning. I'm here to talk about the unchanging Father Heart of God. And I have two pages of notes and I've been getting lots of feed in from Holy Spirit today. So we'll see how the notes pan out. Um, To work with understanding God, um, it's important that we realize that it's okay to have enormous gaps in our understanding because that's very unavoidable with the enormity of God. Um, which I'm going to try and illustrate. Mark, can we have the first? Thank you. So if you can suspend your disbelief for a moment, and that's God, because our walk with God is a journey. Um, and in a way, you could see it as mapping it out as you go, because it's, if it's your work and your, your walk and your journey, it's going to be what you find. So while we're always trending towards finding out as much about God as possible. Um, Mark, second picture. It can often look a bit more like that. That's, that's what we've found so far. That's, that's our authentic walk. Now, someone who's walked that, there's lots of rivers, there's some trees. Um, you might think, God's really peaceful. God's really, you know, the river, it's life-giving, it's peaceful, soothing, very, it's very nice. Um, Mark, next picture. And someone else might be like, God is really challenging me with this mountain. So you've got, you know, you've got more river base and you've got a mountaineer. Um, and neither of them are wrong. They've just found a different part, a different perspective of the same God. Um, Mark, next picture. And that's why it's important when when in relationship with God to understand that we are not just in it alone. We're all walking at relationship with God. And to share our understanding is very helpful because when we are faced, when we've been with the rivers, and it's been really peaceful, and suddenly we hit a mountain, we have a mountaineer. Ah, I know, I've been here. I know this mountain. And the mountaineer is going, hmm, this is a very flat land. There's nothing going... And the, the person walking the river is going, look, there's all this life flowing down here, you know. Um, so, Mark, can we have the first picture back up? This is also where the use of the Bible comes in with trending toward mapping as much of this as possible. The Bible is lots and lots and lots of authentic walks with God. Um, I'm sorry, it's the truth. Um, so for some of us God may seem to change because of where we have been and where we're going but it's based on where we are positioned and how we are interacting with God are we interacting with the mountains are we interacting with the rivers Um, so it's about perspective perspective is my next linking point Um, when we're looking over the history of God from the Bible we are well it has been collectively opted to split into BC and AD. 
before Christ, after Christ, although it's still Christ. Um, and if we're a bit honest, AD, God's a bit more chill. He's very, very, very approachable, very relaxed. If we're honest, uh, compared to what some of our heart crawling back from touching the Old Testament can be, with, ooh, I'm not sure how to explain that. That was a bit, ooh, that was a bit smiting. Ooh. Um, But we know in our minds, I would hope at least, that God AD is the same BC. So the question, first question is, do we comprehend that in our hearts? And does that truth then bear out in our lives? The only difference between God BC and AD was that before Christ, God allowed us to choose the terms of engagement. And after AD, God chose the terms of engagement. And it was in AD that we saw more of the Father heart expressed because that was because God's choice was that that be expressed. So, oh, I'm struggling a bit now. Um, BC, since we chose the terms of engagement and God honored those, it was less likely we, are a- we were able to pick it up very easily compared to when God says, actually, I know how you take and how you operate. I am the Father, I know, and this would work better. At least that's my understanding. Please don't hang me for it. Um, God always makes covenant promises. So ever since the fall, God has been attempting to reestablish and reestablish and reestablish and reestablish connection with humanity. <coughs> and the only difference, again, between BC and AD was that the bridge that God forged in those covenant promises was let down at one side. Not God's side. Um, And in AD, God decided to prevent that bridge from failing ever again and stepped onto the other side of the equation. So this was actually interesting because in examining the unchanging father heart of God, I realized I was focusing on God being completely unchanging, hence the map. If you're a map and you imagine people are changing position on it, if you are the entire map, you don't need to change position because you're the entire map, you're everywhere. It became more and more apparent this is more about God's regard toward us, his character, his motivations, and about building trust because um, if we consider the verse that talks about Jesus, the Word, the Word becoming flesh. There was a time when Jesus wasn't flesh because the Word became flesh, which means God opted to change. And because of that, humanity now has representation in the Godhead, and that totally blew my mind. Um, And because Jesus... Because God is always seeking to draw us closer to him, I found this very more apparent with Holy Spirit and Jesus 
the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Jesus, we are becoming part of the body of Jesus. Well, we are part of the body of Jesus. Um, there is a oneness between those two aspects in us. And then it became apparent that I thought, oh, well, if, if I don't mention the Father, it's going to seem like it's going to play into the fact God's very distant. The, Father's very di the Father isn't distant. The Father is, as expressed on Mount Sinai, thunder, lightning, and smoke. He is authentic. And they were scared when he turned up. They were scared. But that was not for any element of his character expressing itself in a way that was designed to terrify them. That's God being authentic. And the important part to realize is God does not compromise on the fact that he will continue to be himself, but God always finds a way to deliver, and that is Jesus. Mark, can you put up the next one? The word one. So Jesus is the exact representation of the Father's heart. Exact. Jesus is God. So I'll read it out for those listening. This is, um, I think it's Hebrews, yes, Hebrews 1, 3 in the Mirror Bible. Jesus is the crescendo of God's conversation. He gives context and content to the authentic thought. Everything that God had in mind for mankind is voiced in him. Jesus is God's language. He is the radiant and flawless expression of the person and intent of God. He mirrors God's character and exhibits his every attribute in human form. He is the voice of God announcing our redeemed innocence. This voice is the dynamic that sustains the entire cosmos. He is the force of the universe upholding everything that exists as the executive authority of God enthroned in the boundless measure of his majesty. Wow. So if God is the same in character, in intent, in heart, in motivation, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, if he is expressed exactly through Jesus, then we can be sure that that also applies retrospectively. It is across the board. God's heart doesn't towards us doesn't change. Therefore, in expressing that through Jesus, that covers everything. That has always been his heart. Always. So if we can connect here, we connect here. We connect everywhere. It's the same God all the time. So Jesus is the lens by which we see deeper into the Father heart. <laughs> um, I had a little phrase. If we use the lens and some Holy Spirit headphones as we read and meditate on the Bible, then we get more out of it. Um, and we avoid leaning on just our own understanding of even the words. We look at the words and go, oh, that means that. Um, but with those two of God operating with us, we get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper understanding. Um, how much time do I have? Okay. Then I will avoid going over some of my personal approach with that. But I would like to encourage all of you to use your Jesus lens and your Holy Spirit headphones the next time you are going over um, the Bible to really get the most out of it. Take the perspective that we have now 
and apply it all over.